What is up, Jabroniacs? Uh, I am here recording another episode of Comedians Wrestling Podcast. Don't have my soundboard. I am on the road. I'm recording this episode uh, on Long Island. Uh, and uh, yeah, I had to travel. I had uh, one of my good friends wedding. So I apologize. This episode is delayed. And the bonus episode is delayed. And um, let me tell you. Everything could have gone wrong. I have now, I, uh, my microphone was not working. USB port was not working. I was out in Montauk. had very bad reception and internet. Uh, this was going extremely slow. But now I'm back in civilization. I got a backup microphone. So I apologize. But this is not going to be the best sounding episode that we've had. But I appreciate you guys knowing that this podcast, as always, is grassroots. We do all this shit ourselves. Uh, and you can support us on patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. So. Appreciate all that, but there's a lot to cover in pro wrestling, and I've been watching. It's always interesting. It's like I'm uh, I'm on the road, and it's great because I got my wrestling recorded. I got uh, the uh, well, it used to be AT and T's now, but I got the Direct TV uh, app. So I'm always I'm always, I'm always watching when I'm traveling. It's all I'm watching in spurts wrestling like. I was watching a little before I take off, took off. I was watching a little bit when I could watch in Montauk uh, before the wedding. I was watching, and then I was watching at my buddies when I was out uh, 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 east on the island. But, uh, man, so much good shit going on that I'm pumped to talk about. First things first is uh, if you're a patron of this podcast, you got to see a broadcast of me winning the cow title in Las Vegas. Hold on, I'm just checking the sound levels because I'm doing this myself, baby, but they look okay. Uh, we showed the match for the patrons. I appreciate you guys. Patrons always would get privileged to see stuff early, which I uh, uh, appreciate you guys uh, for your support. I, uh, uh, Yeah, and so we're going to put out the match in Vegas. I'm going to be putting that out. Let's say I'm just going to put that out Wednesday this week. So that'll be coming out on Wednesday. I'm getting the link. Wednesday, the September 15th, that'll come out for everybody on the Comedians Wrestling YouTube page. So go subscribe there. Keep in mind all these all the episodes of this pod, maybe except for this one. I'll have to check with Phil. We'll go up. Uh, but most episodes, the video goes up so you can watch me record these episodes. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, any other announcements right now? No, I think we are good. Should be back in studio either next week or the following week. But we'll be back on schedule. These main episodes will be coming out on Monday. Now that I've got through wedding season, uh, <laughs> I dealt with the end of the summer, so I appreciate you guys. Um, uh, but episode main episode will come out on Monday, and then the bonus episodes will come out on Friday, which I think works for us as the schedule for right now. We're going to keep the bonus episodes are for patrons only. That episode's great because uh, I'm thinking about keeping those on Friday because. We can watch Dynamite on Wednesday as AW, let's be honest, becomes the focal point of my pro wrestling viewing. Um, or at least, let's say, the priority, because I'm watching WWE as well. But holy crap, with the amount of quantity of pro wrestling, and you got to choose what you're going to do with your time. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty interesting now. With Rampage, with Dynamite, when you really clock those hours, it's like, you got a three-hour raw in you, you know, you better, you're probably due for fast-forwarding. 
But anyway, so much exciting shit. So the last episode was here. I was hopping on a plane to come to New York. We had just watched All Out. I watched. The, I didn't. I booked my flight to New York, not thinking about All Out. All Out, which was so stupid. But I had a midnight flight. I was like, "Hey, what?" I always take the midnight flight. I sleep. And you're like, "Oh shit, this is September 5th. This is All Out." So I watched All Out. I was on the uh, uh, the Kazoo Thunderdome, which um, we will have a Thunderdome for Extreme Rules uh, coming up. So. Uh, I don't even remember the date of Extreme Rules, but I think it's. I think it is. Let's look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Yes, Extreme Rules 2015. This is what I want, Google. September 26th. So that Sunday, September 6th, we'll have a Kazoo Thunderdome where all the patrons can come and we can watch together. All out watching was a blast with you guys, uh, and we recorded the episode actually. Maybe we'll start doing that again. We recorded the episode with patrons listening in, which was fun. Uh, hopefully, I won't have to run to a flight next time, so that'll make it a lot better. But um, uh, I think that that might be a fun thing we might explore. I'll talk to Phil about that. So anyway, let's get to, let's chop it up about pro wrestling right now. And yeah, it's me by myself because I'm here in Long Island, um, and my schedule is all messed up because of this wedding. But should have people back on the episodes next week. So. Um, Okay, so where do I even begin? Holy shit. Where do we begin? I think I want to start here. I'd like to talk about the feud coming out of Kenny Omega. I mean, essentially, Daniel Bryan, or Bryan Danielson, the American Dragon, has now established his first feud in the company of All Elite Wrestling. And it's... I don't know, about as amazing as you could expect or hope for. And actually, just kind of crazy, like almost feels like I could smack myself. Doesn't even feel fucking real. Kenny Omega, Daniel Bryan uh, is the next feud we have for the AEW Heavyweight Championship. Now, I'm not as well versed about those guys on the indie scene, but have those guys ever wrestled before? I mean, I know Punk and Daniel Bryan have a bunch. I don't know about Kenny. Let's see. Kenny and Daniel Bryan wrestled. I mean, it makes sense they would have at some point. They definitely did. Let's see. Oh, here they are wrestling at. Is this PWG? I know Kenny did some. Uh, Kenny was not in PWG way before my time. Look at that. Wow. PWG. This is from. When was this match from? Unbelievable. Let's see. Uh, it doesn't say the date. But yeah, look at this. Daniel Bryan, Kenny Omega at PWG in Reseda, the American Legion Hall, where I would go watch Young Bucks. I never saw either of these guys there. I mean, Kenny jacked up here. He's got those tight curls. Looks dope. Anyway, so yeah, we have this feud here. And uh, look, I got to say this. What's there not to like? I mean, it's almost like Nothing you could say. It's just bad about this. I mean, let's just see this match. Let's see these two go at it. And I guess what we pray for here is just to see killer matches, right? That's 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 what we hope. I'd say, look, I, I, I'll, I'll say this. Daniel Bryan, we know, is not. We don't love, Daniel Bryan, we like. Daniel Bryan is a really interesting talent because I'm a huge fan of Daniel Bryan. I thought he looked amazing when he came out at All Out. I love his beard. I love his new look. I even came around on his rap music. You know, it doesn't fit him exactly, but it's like, all right, it's the original 
what's it, the Flight of the Valkyrie song? The thing I would say about his promo against Kenny was a little bit, and, and, and it's going to be part of my, a little bit of my criticism towards these guys, is it's, it was a little generic. You know, it was a little not specific enough for me. It was like, I'm better than you. I'm going to kick your face in. And then that's a little bit of it. And I would love if these guys could, and I'm sure they will, and I'm sure they will because it's their first time going at each other. I love if we get a little personal. What are these two at? Especially where it's like, what? Why Daniel Bryan? Right now they're just playing it like Daniel Bryan just coming in. He's a good guy, and then Kenny's kind of like out of control. But I would love if they could focus this feud a little bit, and that because I think that's that's what AEW kind of needs to become in my mind, to become like a fully formed television program, you know? And also, when I see Daniel Bryan, I'm like, he's the American Dragon. I'm like, kind of, what exactly does that, what exactly does that mean? Like, what is his AEW persona? Now, look, it's almost something they don't got to do because Daniel Bryan is so well established at this point. These are just two of the best bout machines, literally. So you just want to see them go at it, you know, but, uh, and, and Daniel Bryan can always just play his classic, like pure good card, which is kind of where he comes from. And also he says, an American dragon. It's like, well, he's American, which always comes off, you know, for the American audience. It's like very pure and whatnot, but I'd love to see how these two make their feud sting a little Besides just great match, which we know we're which we we know we know we know we're gonna see. I'm pumped about that. Um, so I think they would also help focus Kenny a little bit. What Kenny's thing right now is that he's a little bit he's a little goofy for my tapes with taste of Kenny, especially now that we're entering the era of. I like that he's like at, I like that Kenny's like. I don't mind that he's like a megalomaniac if that's what he's going for. I I, I don't mind that, but if Kenny could. I would love if Kenny could, as we have all the best wrestling talent, you know, like you saw an Adam Cole promo, I felt like he purposely said professional wrestler in a way to dig at the fact that you have to be called a superstar in WWE. You know, you're not called a wrestler. And so what I'm saying is that I love that there's a way where we could get Kenny back to the place of like best belt machine, but still, he'd still be like, he could still be a fucking heel, but I still think he could be like a little scarier, a little bit bigger of a fucking deal um, feeling for the casual viewer. Because, man, I was at this wedding all weekend and everyone's like, what's up with AEW? Like every question I get is AEW, which is awesome. That is amazing. I kind of want to be able to be like Kenny. I want to be like that guy, Kenny Omega, the champion. Like he's the best wrestler in the world. I would like to be able to feel like he could deliver on that in a way where it was undeniable to the casual viewer. Now, that being said, his match at All Out with Christian, I fucking, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Um, uh, so we know he, obviously, he still deserves the accolade. I, he's so deeply one of my guys. I'm just saying, I, I, mean, I argue with Tulo about it all the time, is that like, I would love if Kenny became more of this like amazing technical spectacle uh, while still being like a heel. I think you can completely do that. So I don't know. That's been my minor tweak, but holy shit. I cannot wait to see these guys go at it.
pretty fucking exciting. Because um, it was like a little bit, I remember like Kenny was like, he was like, one thing I hate is interruptions. And you're like, is that something you hate? It's a little bit like, that's okay. I hate interruptions. It's just like, I don't know. It's a, the, the scripts are like a little sloppy, especially compared to like some of the stuff they got, which is pretty slick going on with like Roman Reigns and even the stuff with Lesnar right now, where I know people shit on WWE, but some of, there is a polish to some of that stuff. That being said, AEW so exciting right now. Who even, who cares? You know, it's almost like who cares? AEW could almost do no wrong. I'm just being kind of nitpicky to be nitpicky. It's fucking exciting as shit. So Daniel Bryan, Kenny Omega, holy fucking moly. Not to mention CM Punk. So it seems like what Punk's doing, and it's cool. It's like I see Punk. It looks like he's gonna he's you know he's going after uh, 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 Taz's crow, uh, and it seems like we're going to get Punk going. Maybe his next match or a feud will be against Hobbs or Starks. And he just wrestled Darby Allen, you know. And, uh, you know, Punk looked pretty good. I mean, when he came out, just to go back to All Out for a second because I was a little rushed. But when Punk came out, look, that match was a little bit, you know, he's a little rusty, you know. I mean, keep in mind, CM Punk was probably not talking about his, date, his, his in-ring re- return like, that much because you keep like a couple of weeks before he came back, he was talking about how Roman Reigns is the best wrestler right now. You know, I had I, something I was thinking about, uh, which I think is odd. And by the way, I just before I say it, and I'm jumping around a little bit, but in the bonus episode, which will come out uh, also later today or early tomorrow morning, this is on Monday, September 13th. Happy birthday to my brother. Um, I'm going to answer all your bonus questions uh, in, in the discord. So we'll talk about that. So, but CM Punk, when he came out at All Out, everyone was like, he looks great. Now, obviously, the pants were a question. My thing with the pants was they always reek for a guy who used to wear undies. They always kind of reek of, like, leg uh, uh, self-consciousness. You know what I mean? So I'll say with Punk, it's, it's always like his body was always, like, never that good, but he wore undies, and that was kind of the punk element of him. So that's a small thing. That being said, I actually thought the tights were okay. He looked okay. Yeah, I thought he looked pretty good. He's in pretty good shape, especially for him. He's not a guy who's always – he's not a guy who's been, like, in amazing shape ever. We know he's, like, eating vegan or whatever. So, you know, he's not going to be, like, jacked up like me, you know. But – so, wrestling Darby Allen, so that's an up-and-coming talent. And then going after, like, a Starks and Dobbs and that whole crew, even calling out Hook, you know, seems to be Punk's real mission uh, is to play uh, – get over younger heel guys while he's uh, in this baby face – veteran returning mode and i think that's really cool look for him that will keep him baby that will keep us liking him him uh before he obviously steps up to the main dance when like daniel bryan's on with kenny or who knows i think this is a great spot for punk now he's getting serious with the promise i i don't mind look the thing with punk is like let's just enjoy punk let's still pop for him and then once it gets to the point where like we're so 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 comfortable with him being around then like then he can get into more kayfabe, he can get into more character, but like I'm fine with him celebrating as long as he wants. I, I might have said something contrary, but like then every time I realize like the music hits, I'm still having fun. He can still dive in the crowd and stuff, and like, I, you know, it, it's CM Punk and Bet. It's a huge deal. Let's not let's not undershot, uh, undershoot that, or under uh, appreciate the significance of CM Punk return to the ring to gone. Uh, that's an octagon ring. Okay, so. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. Now, in terms of Daniel Bryan, Kenny Omega, the one thing I didn't get to answer was who 
what do we do with that feud? Like, can Kenny drop the title to Daniel Bryan? I almost think that he has to. Uh, unless they're gonna schmoz, unless they're gonna schmoz that up, but that doesn't really—it's not like kind of how they roll over there. Uh, and it's like we'll we go right into a Daniel Bryan run where Kenny O is still on top. I just don't think—I don't feel like Kenny's fully done. I don't think he's—I think Kenny's heating up right now, uh, especially in the pants department. Amazing pants are all out. Gorgeous pants. I would wear those pants to dinner tonight, as a matter of fact. But uh, I don't have them. But if you want to send them to me, uh, I would love to wear sparkly pants like that to. Uh, my brother's birthday dinner, but anyway, uh, so I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just think like, I guess you could schmoz it up and then you can have Daniel Bryan lose, but it just seems like Daniel Bryan's such a big property that you think he would come in and go hot immediately. Like he's such a big steal for WWE, uh, for AW from WWE. I mean, he literally was the main event of WrestleMania. You know, like, think about that. That's crazy. I'm reading more and more articles on the sheets, baby, about WWE responding to AEW and changing their booking because of AEW stuff and putting matches that were going to be for pay-per-views on, on, on Raws and SmackDowns. I love that. It's exactly the pressure we want from WWE. We win as viewers. So I love that. I probably think somehow you keep this title on Kenny, but I don't really know. Um, we're going to talk about Adam Cole, but let's jump all over to WWE for a second. Brock, Brock Lesnar. It's almost like people not talking about WWE that much, but gotta keep in mind, Brock Lesnar is back, and he's Brock Lesnar. And not only is Brock back, he looks amazing. They're playing him as a baby. He's got. He looks like he's got like this crazy goatee. He looks like a huge troll. He's got the the uh, the the uh, shaved sides pony and uh, a, 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 the goatee. And he's wearing like. He looks like a full-on trucker. He's got, like, the plaid on, plaid cut off. He looks awesome. And uh, he's clearly having fun out there. They're clearly telling him, you know, he's going against Roman. But it's interesting because it's, like, it's very exciting. And the Roman thing, because of the Heyman thing, makes so much sense. But you take a step back, you're like, this is interesting. Roman Brock, like, that's the main event of WrestleMania 31. We just saw WrestleMania 37. So this feud is going on a long, long time. This was the main event of WrestleMania 34 as well. Just without the cash-in. And did they do it again? Uh, not 30, no. No, they didn't do it again. Those were the two times. But they had a, their feud's been on for a long time. And I think they did SummerSlam after WrestleMania 34. So that was the rest of the SummerSlam that I think I was at in the Barclay Center. They were, I think Strowman was going to cash in. Um, the point is, is that this is a well-worn feud that now makes sense because of the Heyman angle and the switch of baby and heel. But it is still Brock getting over Roman Reigns. Which is, it's just interesting with what's going on with WWE, with AEW. Like, I feel like, AEW, which their ratings is like 1.35 on the two, the Wednesday after All Out. I don't follow ratings that much, but like that's – I think that's pretty close to a Raw. I mean, Raw's get like 1.4 from what I know. So pretty interesting that uh, – uh, uh, um, pretty interesting that uh, WWE's kind of response is to go back to that well. Now, they've uh, introduced – Demon Finn back, 
which people pop for huge. And they're going to be in Extreme Rules. The main event is going to be Reigns versus uh, uh, Demon Finn Balor, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess they're gonna, their plan is to raise Finn because maybe they're just not – who knows what Finn's contract looks like, but maybe they're trying to not lose Finn. Because Finn, just like Adam Cole, baby, feels like a perfect fit for AEW. So this is very interesting. Also, Kevin Owens' contract up in January, people are saying. I mean, Kevin Owens, like, and now these are all of the elite guys. These are all that whole crew. And with Adam Cole jumping and Daniel Bryan jumping, I really will just put my fucking foot in my mouth. Anything is possible, including Tulo, who said, Charlotte's going to come over to AW. I was like, no, no way, no way, no way. I'm like, anything's possible now. The forbidden door is open, baby. I know that's not exactly what the forbidden door means, but. You know, AEW is the cool company to go work for. And uh, you can leverage that to make money. These guys must be getting paid. We don't know what all their contracts look like. But holy shit, pretty fucking wild. Uh, you know, WWE now is going to have to be in this mode of trying to keep their talent, especially because there's apparently more. I heard more talent's going to be letting go. It's just like this, 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 rabbit hole where like now you have Ruby Riot, who's the number one contender, Ruby Soho for the women's title against Britt Baker. Uh, Britt Baker feels hotter than Becky somehow. Becky's return feels like something we didn't even talk about in this pod. I know the timing was weird because SummerSlam, we had the SummerSlam-tacular, but you know, uh, <laughs> man, interesting, interesting, interesting. I <laughs> I, uh, I mean, Britt Baker's probably the best, the top, if I had to rank, like, who's the most interesting female talent right now, it's Britt Baker, you know, and she's the women's champion in AEW, and maybe their roster's a little thin, but they, when, when the wrestlers like a Ruby Soho go over to AEW, they're almost reinvented just by the coolness of AEW, and that's something AEW kind of has to keep in mind, it's like, you might not dig this talent, or you might not, like, see something in them, but it's like, Sometimes there's no excuse, like a Malachi Black, where it's like, I don't know what the fuck's going through Vince's mind when you don't see the value of Aleister Black, but that's not here there there, but there. But you put a nice shine on a wrestler when they pop up in AEW, which is not to your advantage. And it's that being said, in the grand scheme of things, Vince doesn't seem to be too scared of AEW. I don't know. It seems to be right now. They're not, they don't seem to be that scared. Uh, we'll find out if they start seeing more counter-programming and maybe re-signing some people they let go. I'm not even exactly sure. Now, Adam Cole. Let's talk about Adam Cole, baby. All right. So, I take a lot of shit because, all right. So, all right. Making a wrestler one of your guys on this podcast, for anyone who doesn't know, I might as well just re-explain this. This means, like, he's a wrestler. It's irrelevant if they're, like, the champion or they're winning, losing. Outside of, like, the booking of wrestling it's like are they one of your guys like are, are you is this wrestler like hey i don't really care i just like this wrestler i don't need to explain myself I, I, they're one of my guys right you know so like for me it's like ultimate warrior you just so deeply one of my guys as a kid goldberg one of my guys like goldberg's like yeah people have so much complaints against goldberg oh he can't even wrestle well it's like irrelevant he's one of my guys because i loved him as a kid i was a jewish kid loved it Adam Cole's a guy made one of my guys impulsively, and I took him off my one of my guys list, which is insane. It's insane behavior to do. I take a lot of flack from listeners still for it, but I had to be honest. 
because I took my one of my guys list seriously, and I was like, when I had to look at it, he's not one of my guys. And he's still not – even this AEW debut, Adam Cole is still not one of my guys. Bye-bye. Okay? That being said, that is irrelevant to the fact that Adam Cole is going to be the biggest guy in AEW. Like, they're going to shoot him to the fucking moon with his charisma, his look, the fact that he hangs out with the elite, and his huge jump over, the baby, the baby catchphrase, which really gets over, uh, and his jump from, from WWE, which is always a nice sheen that looks really nice on a wrestler. It's looked good since the Outsiders did it, you know? Uh, I think Adam Cole is going to be like the biggest thing in, uh, in, in AEW for a, a long, long time. Now, that being said, I thought his promo was good. He, this promo, his delivery is good. He has got a great presence. I love that he was being a shit to Tony Schiavone. That was great. Bringing up Britt Baker. It's like, wow, you always wanted to see those two talk about each other, right? Um, God, I'm still shocked that Adam Cole came over. It's like, when you really think about that, this was Hunter put so much time and energy into a guy like Adam Cole, baby. So much time. He, get, he put the rocket to his back. And Vince was like, not having it. You see the, the disparity there. You see the, 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 the conflict there. Like, now we know it. It's, it's like we read in the sheets, but it has to be confirmed that, like, Vince doesn't and, – and, 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 you know, he's taking over NXT, but then I read that might be a rumor. I don't know. It's really irrelevant. The fact that, like, WWE could not keep Adam Cole when he was, like, that big of a, a star. And, a matter of fact, he wrestled Daniel Bryan on that SmackDown episode when everyone was stuck in, in Saudi Arabia, right? And – both those guys are in AEW now. That's crazy. They got the crowd so hot. I just give both wrestlers to another company. It's almost a wild thing to do, but that's what Vince did. And well, let's see. You know, he's not a dumb guy. He's got something planned. But I'm just saying, Daniel uh, Adam Cole was so positioned as the guy of NXT, the face of NXT. He's like the longest running NXT champion. That that really hurts that brand. And that is kind of the beauty of pro wrestling to me. I think it's fucking beautiful that, like, the title really fucking matters in that way. It's like, you could say all you want, it's scripted, blah, blah, blah. People give shit to wrestling. But it's like, the fact that a guy like Adam Cole, similar to, like, the whole punk thing when he left with the title, although he obviously came back and that was work. But um, when a guy like Adam Cole, baby, does not, does not succeed NXT uh, from does not make that successful jump from NXT to main roster, and the NXT brand suffers when he you know he he doesn't have the title that it starts suffering and Vince is not behind it. It makes the NXT matter less. They have a lot of they have realistically a lot of work. Work. They have a lot of work work to do, you know, and. Uh, I think Adam Cole, more than Daniel Bryan, more than Ruby Riot, more than CM Punk even, Adam Cole going over there was a big eye-opener for me. That was a big – because I understand the temptation because those are all his friends. I used to watch that when they kiss each other's cheek. I watched that spot all the time at PWG. I thought nothing of it. I watched Adam Cole and the Young Bucks selling T-shirts at a fucking old Samsonite uh, – Luggage, you know, in the PWG rig and stuff. And I was like, you know, uh, you saw the Panama City bad boy shirt. Uh, it was a kind of like Grand Theft Auto, uh, the Vice City shirt, you know. I remember that like yesterday. 
And then, but still, you're like, it's still WWE. And he still felt like a huge up-and-coming star for them. And he had that kind of, like, he's small, but at the same time, like, you know, they've gotten guys like Daniel Bryan over. And the fact that, like, that, his success in NXT, his success with Triple H did not translate at all to main roster. That makes NXT, like, very defunct as a third brand. Um, and, yeah, what else can you say, you know? So when Adam Cole goes over there, you're like, well, this is a place where obviously he's going to be very valued. And I'm almost happy this guy made this right career move because I just, in my mind, didn't see it. I didn't see a guy like that. I thought they'd throw the money at him. If you don't keep a guy like that, who are you keeping? And then keep Braun Strowman. I don't know what's going on with WWE. It's pretty fucking interesting. They must have some idea because what they've done is they've given away a lot of their talent and then a lot of talent are taking the eyes of the smart. Even like Matt Cardona or something, it's like now he's in, he's, he's getting eyes on GCW. I'm paying attention to him more than I did when he was on main roster, you know? And so, you know, ultimately overnight, if you watch WB shows, they're still crowded. They're still doing the NSG show. You still see Brock there and they're going nuts for it. But their young talent well seems to be pretty fucking dry. They let Bray go. And it's interesting to see where we're going. And it's interesting to see a guy like a Malachi Black where his entrance feels somehow better. In AEW, it's more authentic. He's coming out to the music that he likes. And um, you see, you could feel that he has a uh, artistic freedom or something with what he's doing that you just, you feel like he's himself finally. And that's a place where artists will run to. Not to mention all the Vince's reputation, which doesn't help. So it's pretty fucking interesting where this is all going to go. And we win. Just like Punk said before he went, he's like, we win. We get to watch the right wrestlers in the right place. And that's the best part of the whole thing. The best part is that like the guys who are going to AEW are the guys who people saying for years saying it should go to AEW. Arlen Marmel was on. He hasn't been on the podcast in a long time, but Arlen, remember he was like, Adam Cole should be in AEW. Should be in and we're all like, come on, come on. And I said that. And it was like, oh, now some wrestlers belong in AEW. And it's, we all, we all win. So I think Adam Cole, I think they're going to slow play Adam Cole a little bit just because, uh, because I don't know. I mean, maybe they get him. I don't know. I was going to say maybe he goes at a Miro, a Miro run, but you know, we could slow play him a little bit because we've got some exciting feuds going on right now. But uh, yeah, really, 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 really exciting shit going down. In, in wrestling right now. And I, we, we are reaping all the benefits. So anyway, um, I'm going to head out to my brother's birthday dinner. Got to leave in a couple minutes here. But remember, uh, I, I'm gonna, on the bonus episode, I'm going to answer all of your questions. Uh, by the way, I'm going to go to the gym uh, tomorrow morning. Maybe I'll see MJF. I'll be at my parents' gym where Maxwell Jacob Freeman works out sometimes. Um, but uh, – We'll answer all, I'm going to answer all your questions in the Discord in the bonus episode that will be out. Maybe it might be out when you're listening to this. Uh, thank you guys for uh, – I appreciate you guys uh, for bearing with the quality of this. This is this audio quality won't be as good as normal. I'm on the road. I'll be back in studio either next week or the next after that. We'll be back on track. These episodes will come out on Monday. Bonus episodes on Friday. Our bonus episode will 
Uh, we'll have another episode, bonus episode on Friday. I'm going to throw another bonus episode that I owe you guys out soon. But thank you guys for bearing with me as I traveled and I was dealing with so much hectic stuff. Uh, remember, we do this. So I appreciate you guys. And also, you know, we do this ourselves, like I always say. So I really appreciate you guys who bear with us and are patient on weeks where uh, we have to travel and we don't have studios on every coast and whatever. But uh, thank you guys. So anyway, uh, the match in Las Vegas will come out on Wednesday, September 15th. Um, on our YouTube channel, go over there, subscribe to that channel. That's the price to watch it is just hit subscribe button. And uh, yeah, everybody, you're the best. And uh, hey, everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Cheers up.